Welcome to Brain Crash. Today, we're going to talk about cancel culture and how fucking dumb this shit is. I, for real, I don't understand this newer generation with this fucking shit of cancel culture. I got my special friend here, Big D. Every the Silva, what's up? Bruh, let's, are you ready to solve the world's problems? <laughs> so, so, so what do you think about this cancel culture shit okay because you ha hate it I'm going to come at it from a different angle I'm going to say it comes from a good place but then there are a bunch of soft people that went crazy and took it to a bad place well I, I understand that there's some shit that they're bad And I understand why you gotta cancel it, but there's a lot of stuff that I've been seeing, and it's just stupid. Why do you have to cancel this? You know, like uh, uh, the the Looney Tunes character, the the skunk. I don't remember the name. It's I think it's Pew Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew. You know, it says, "Oh, it's he's a rapist." He's not a fucking rapist. How can he be a rapist? He's French and he's a skunk. So when you think about European French, when they want to say hi, they go for a kiss. But he stinks, so people don't want to be close to him. So he's not trying to fucking rape someone. <laughs> It's like, man, they don't they don't see that he's just trying to give a kiss to saying hi or like you know it's no just they the don't because these people they they have nothing except this they have nothing but to either cause conflict or be the victim you know what i mean it's like a lot of other problems you know like let, let's say you and i right let's say we got i didn't get bullied too hard about being portuguese but i got the usual stuff right But there's two ways of going about it. The way we kind of did it was like, yeah, and what? You're going to make fun of me and what? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? You're not going to put me down because I'm better. Yeah, I'm Portuguese, a pork and cheese, whatever, but I'm better than you. So what? Or you can be soft, get beat up by it, get bullied by it, and then want to hold other people back. So there are some people like, correction some people i sound like don cherry i don't want to i don't want to do that <laughs> for example like uh when we talk about race in canada people want to look at the states and say that's exactly what's happening here it's not i'm not saying it's great but it's not the states right and the thing that people lose when they get emotional because of certain things is being objective yeah right and Just because something is bad, it could be worse. And just because something is bad, it could also be better. There's a really good line I heard. I don't know. It's a French philosopher. I don't know who, or maybe a writer. It's the good or the perfect is the enemy of the good. Hmm. You have something good, but then you try and make it perfect and you actually make it worse. You have a recipe that's really good and you start adding shit to it and actually makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like they say, you know? don't fix it if it ain't broke. Exactly. And even if it's, you know, if it's a little bit broke, you don't tear it apart 
and then end up with nothing, which is what cancel culture is. Something might be a little bit off or may need a little bit more context or a little bit more conversation. They don't want to have that conversation. They just want to end it. Yeah, but like the stuff that I'm seeing is like uh, they also want to cancel Bugs Bunny because of the old style from the 40s and the, you know, the old Bugs Bunny when he was like playing with Hitler and racism. and But back then, that was normal. You, you can't tell judge well, the past yeah, yeah judge the past when back then being black well sorry but it was a bad thing and being a jew it was a bad thing and, and well, i think some things if it's like obviously in bad taste you can get rid of but you don't have to get rid of everything it's like in the music world where i'm in there are some Uh, for example, uh, Placido Domingo, very famous uh, opera tenor, was, I don't know if he was convicted, but people said that he was, you know, groping women and doing, you know, inappropriate stuff. His perspective was he was trying to be charming and it came off wrong. So what do you do? Do you just never listen to his music again? Because you know, he might have been a little bit rapey. The, his, his work is his work what he is as a person sucks. Then you yeah. get into the question of, well, does that money go to him now or all? So it can become a very deep topic and you have to respect where people are willing to go. You know, some people are going to be willing to say, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit, but I'm going to pay to listen to his music. That's their opinion. You can't force feed somebody's opinion. Yeah, but then you look at Cardi B with her song WAP, you know, wet ass pussy. All through the song, you can hear the lyrics, there's some hoes in this house. <laughs> and everybody's okay with that. And then she goes into uh, a music show. I don't remember which one. And she's basically doing the scissors with another woman. And everybody's chill. Yeah, because it's women. It's not a guy... It's like the pendulum, instead of going to the middle, it went to the other extreme, right? So it's like a commentary on dudes rubbing up on chicks in the videos from the 90s and the 20s, or 2000s, correction, to that, right? And it, Yeah, but then women will be like, oh, we're not sexual, we're not toys, but you got some bitch who's starting doing this, and oh, that's all right, but you want to but then like you got some people who starts complaining about a goddamn potato you know mr potato like oh yeah. he he can't be a mister he has to be genderless it's a fucking potato they had a mrs who, potato Ed. yeah like who, who cares like who cares the thing, that's, the thing that's crazy is like let's say the gender stuff okay because i i listen to a lot of jordan peterson he's been embroiled in that stuff and the thing is like the math of it, the people who identify as not, let's say not even uh, gay or lesbian, the trans plus are like less than 10%. Yes. Yeah. For some reason they're affecting the majority of people and what their content is. It doesn't make sense. No, like, I under, like 
I respect, you know, you're, you're a man, you want to be a woman, fine. You do what you want to do. It's your life. But if you start telling me that, oh, this toy shouldn't be like this because our generations can't be different. It's a potato for men or female. Bro, it's a fucking potato. Who, yeah, but, uh, it, let me put it to you this way. What's more sad? The people that get pissed off over Mr. Potato Head or the people that don't have the balls to say, fuck you, it's a Mr. Potato Head. The people that don't have balls. You know, but the thing is, now we don't teach. The people that have no backbone, but bitch, they have more power than the people that have brains and have no balls. Yeah, because you nowadays know? it's, uh, uh, I don't know how to say that in English, but les enfants rois. Yeah. Spoil, they're spoiled kids. Yeah, this, yeah, spoiled kids. They do whatever the fuck they want and they get everything. I just, for me, you know what I say to people? It's like, come at me. Come at me. There, there is a... Some people thought, like, I left education and I'm doing this job, a different job now because it was like, oh, I'm like too... Too good for education. No, it wasn't that I left because I was too good. Or it was just like oh, this isn't the time for me. Like, I'm too old-fashioned for school. A, it, it was a consideration, more so because the people I was working with were so cancel culture, so, air quotes, progressive, that they didn't think about actual objectivity or uh, content or context that we couldn't even have a conversation. I like teaching because I like the reward, I don't like the work. So if you don't like the work, don't do the job. And I kind of figured that out. So I, I go somewhere else. Uh, my fiance thinks I would have been a great teacher. But I, I like the reward more than the job. I, I also so, think you'd be a good teacher. Yeah, but the shitty thing is if you go to work and all the people around you think you're crazy because you don't uh, introduce yourself with your uh, pronouns or you don't believe in everything they're telling you about indigenous culture and history and how it affects people. For example, I hate the uh, land claim thing. So you go to a show or you go somewhere and they say, we acknowledge we're on this person's land, right? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It, for me, it sounds more insulting because you're literally saying, hey, sorry, we're here. But fuck you, we're still here. That's what that sounds like to me. You know, so I didn't buy into a lot of things. And I had a lot of conflict with my teachers and the, the guys and ladies in my class. But one time what happened was uh, they were showing something of two gentlemen who were dressed as Muslim. They are Muslim, but they were dressed to really show the stereotype. And Uh, people didn't want to help them. It was downtown Ottawa. It was kind of sketchy, the situation they were putting people in. And my TA was like, see, those people are showing a racial bias. And like, I was, I, I was so frustrated because I'm like, no, they're not. They don't know who these people are. They're using their senses to make a judgment call regarding their safety or their level of comfort. How can you say those people are racist? You know, are you going to go up to an indigenous person that is drunk and you're not comfortable in that situation? No. If you don't, are you a racist? No, that's so stupid. And she tried to like 
challenged me and I got up and said, you know, to every class, I said, the Southern girl who's Turkish, we're more ethnic than all of you. Even the black people, the Asian people, we're more ethnic because our families came here from another country. The rest of you were here for more than one generation. So don't come talk to me about ethnic. You know what I mean? And I just slammed it because it was such bullshit. And you know what happened? The next day I came into class. Did she say anything? Nothing. Yeah, because she doesn't have the balls. <laughs> because, and I'm right. What are you going to say? You're going to talk about culture and shit. And then I'm the person you're talking about. I'm the cultural person, but I'm white. I'm the palest Portuguese dude ever. <laughs> Damn you right. <laughs> and you want to talk to me about race and shit? I have an aunt who's black. You want to talk to me about racial context? Yeah, a lot of... Bring it. It's true. A you lot know? of people in your Don't family are black. Shit. Yeah. You know, my my dad's side of the family grew up in Africa. Hey, you want in to talk to me about racism? In Angola, yeah. Like... Come at me, bro. But I, at least I had the balls to stick up for myself, even if it put me in a bad situation. Yeah, but at least you know you were right. For sure I'm right. And you know what they call me at work when I was working summers, the army uh, stuff with the band? They call me the boogeyman. <laughs> because what happened was someone didn't secure something. And instead of losing my mind, and yelling at people or going to the sergeant major and making a big deal, I went to everybody's room to make sure they secured what they needed to secure. But the rooms are connected with washrooms. So I would, if the door was locked, I'd go through the washroom. I'd go, surprise, Surprise, are you doing your job? You know, and they'd be like, oh man, like you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, I have to do that because you're not doing your job. My job is to make sure you do your job and that we as a team, don't get shit on by our bosses. And I love it. I love people being like, oh, yeah, he's kind of a cuckoo, you know. He's, a, <laughs> you know, the boogeyman. Watch out. He's going to jack you up. You know, oh, I love that. Because <laughs> he's going to watch people, you in the bathroom. When they get to know me, yeah, I'm going to jump out of the bathroom. <laughs> you know, but Surprise. the people who know me, they're like, okay, this guy is super dependable. I'm not like that all the time. I'm not like an ass you know oh. some things i let it slide if it needs to slide but other stuff that's important i i you know i always maintain that importance so you have to do that if you know something is right you have to stick up for something is right and back it up but you also can't get emotionally flustered because then the other person wins right if you don't yeah. like the way someone's talking about race and then you say something racist well you just lost the argument <laughs> You know what I mean? And most of the time, people that are a little bit more pro or progressive idea that I don't agree with, I challenge them and I always try to challenge in a respectful way. And sometimes it turns into a huge argument because they take what I'm saying out of context. It's like I write something off Facebook in a reply to someone and they don't even read it. They just go crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most, most of the time, it's always like that. Exactly. And it's like, so you're, you must be stupid. Like I, I had to delete a friend off Facebook because he was so stupid. He was saying shit that was so stupid that I was like, I can't even be your friend on Facebook anymore. You're too dumb. <laughs> you know, you should. And it's like, if it hurts me because like, 
I know each other. We went to school for seven years together. You should know better. You know, and in the military, all we say is like your due diligence. Do your best to make sure you don't hurt someone. Do your best to make sure you don't shit the bed on your job. That's all you can ask of people. But if they intentionally do something to hurt you, that's when you can talk about cancel culture. Like I was at Ottawa U when they protested Ann Coulter. You know, do you know who she is? Not to be honest. She was like this Republican blonde lady that would go on tours to university campus and talk shit about people. Like there was one thing I saw her say to one uh, Muslim girl. Like she's like, so why do you think it's okay to be racist? And she's like, Oh, that's such a stupid question. Why don't you go take your a magic carpet and fly back to your country? <laughs> that, right? Like, oh, that's not f- comedy. That's not free speech. That's not a political view. That's just, that's just being stupid. Insult. That's just being a cunt. Right? That's just being mean to this student. There's no benefit. There's no value. No, that's it's not. not an, that... it, it's not an opinion that's worth anything. No, that's being right? unprofessional. That, Exactly. That is worth canceling. That is unacceptable. Right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that are like, well, free speech, so it's okay that we have right, like, Nazi people if we have free speech? Yeah, but free like, speech can go to a certain point. But that's the thing. The thing with laws is you have to put that point in writing, and it's very hard to do that. And it gets into this thing where I think uh, if you ever watch the uh, Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris videos, they have debates in three in like London, New York, and BC and Vancouver. They're talking about like values, like individual values and ethics versus like taking values from history. Like we know being a communist is bad. We know that being a fascist or autocrat is bad. So if we get rid of those extremes, now we're working in a better balance to find the best way of doing things, right? But he says like, okay, Peterson is more like, you need to have moral values. His thing is like, I act as if God exists, which means I have to treat others the way I want to be treated. We don't have that in history, right? In terms outside of religion. Oh, it was it's always kind of like I protect one myself, way or the right? I, well, that's like the thing with the states. I'm an individual. I have individual rights. I protect myself. I want my weapon for myself. Fuck everybody else. It doesn't yeah. work. No. You have to think about community. You have to think about, you know, you start with family and then you go off from there. Like when you vote for the prime minister in Canada, you're not voting for how does it affect me? No, you vote you for the country. About how does it affect the country but people don't do that no they just think about themselves so cancel culture people get offended they don't like it as an individual they don't give a shit about context history all that other good stuff and they get mad and they shit on people you know they're not going to go and get educated and figure out if there's more to the story they're just mad they're an individual freedom of speech fuck it that's the problem they don't educate themselves to understand why it was like that you know like like now i've uh, seen a couple weeks ago they want to cancel also eminem from uh 
his song with Rihanna, and he was saying in the song that uh, if you're trying to leave, I'm going to tie you down and I'm going to burn the house. He's not going to do that. He's, Eminem was always rapping and doing extreme lyrics. He wants to be, uh, how do you say it? Controversial. For sure. Nobody's going to pay to listen to him be Mr. Rogers. Do you imagine that? (laughs) You know, nobody's going to pay. And that's not his experience. That's not his. So the people that are all cancel culture, you know what they also do? They're like, oh, I've had a hard life. I need a break. I need supports. I need the government to help me. I need, I can't handle the stress or the pressure. So what I find hilarious is that there are all these people that are like, oh, cancel culture, it's so bad. These people, what are the what what are they gonna do? They're gonna take over? They can't handle life as it is, and they're gonna take over. Life is hard. Come at me, bro. Come at me. What are you gonna do? If I'm smarter than you, I'm more brave than you, I work harder than you, what are you gonna do to me? Cancel me? Well, I know I don't say stupid shit, so what are you gonna do? Start crying and be like, this guy's me. Yeah, go ahead, cry. I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? And it's we were talking about this at uh, at work on the weekend. Uh, we're training these recruits, and it's really hard because of COVID. But we're talking like there's this one guy. He tried to save a spider and bring it outside, <laughs> and he's in the infantry. Right? You're joining yeah. the army. I know it's the reserve, so you might not actually go see action but you never know but for me like if you're gonna go in the infantry you need to you need to have that prepared that you're gonna kill someone yeah right so me and you we grew up with all these stories about the wars the portugal fought in african shit Mm. and yeah we crazy stuff crazy brutal stuff especially i have that in my head yeah so i have that in my head like yeah if i go if i had to go to afghanistan and be ready to shoot a kid how do you not think about that before you go? But I don't yeah. think a lot of people think that way. They're no. like, I'm going to join the infantry. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to train. And then they go into theater and it, the shit actually hits the fan. And then it minds fuck them big time. It's, exactly. And you know what? Like I had a really good sergeant and he says, you know, I don't care how tough you are. And I don't care how prepared you are. You don't know how you're going to react until you're actually in a firefight fight. The first time he was ever getting shot at, he didn't even know what was happening. He was like outside the line, getting shot at. He's looking around. He's like, what the hell? His sergeant like grabbed him and he's like, okay, you're coming with me. His other buddy, total breakdown. Instant breakdown. You know what I mean? And I feel like people are not mentally aware of how bad shit can get. And this is why everyone loves immigrant kids. Kids of immigrants tend to do so much better. Yeah, because they, they know how hard life can be. Exactly. Like, and like, most of these kids are not the ones going cancel culture. They're the ones who actually have a reason to go out and say cancel culture. And this is not appropriate or I need more support. Right? Yeah. The kid that came from Korea that doesn't speak English so well, but then does a test without extra help because it's pride. And he does a great job. And there's a kid who's been, 
who's English, who's been in Canada for multiple generations and can't write an essay. And he keeps complaining like, oh, that oh, it's the yourself. school's problem. He keeps complaining. Oh, it's too hard. I can't do it. I need more support. No, go fuck yourself. Just there are winners. There are losers. Try harder. Try harder. It's So we had this at, uh, at work on our online training. We're talking about um, growth mindset. And the way it started was uh, we had a couple of questions. And one of the questions was like, do you believe some people are uh, have it easier than others? Right? And I said, yes. Well, big and time. people were like, no, you know, not necessarily. I said, like, there are people, they pick up an instrument and they're amazing. Yeah, they're gifted. And there's other people and I have some talent, but I have to bust my ass, you know, and I'm not even professional anymore in, in a way, right? Like, Part of it is life. Part of it is talent. And then one girl's like, well, you have to think about privilege. Like maybe they were more privileged and maybe they had a different life and maybe, you know, you're better in different things than they are. I'm like, but that wasn't the question. You know what I mean? All these cancel culture people talk about all this extra shit when they don't actually look at the content. You know, they don't actually look at the heart of what's being questioned. You know, Pepe Le Pew kissing someone. Ah, it's an animation from back yeah. in the day of a stinky skunk. If you're such a shit parent, you can't educate your kid that doing that in public is not okay. You, you just, yeah, you just you a soft I mean? ass. If it's so bad, why? So is there going to be a correlation between not having Bugs Bunny uh, and rape? No, no, it's just stupid people. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're dealing with all this harassment stuff in the military. And some people are saying, oh, we need to have more women in leadership. I don't think we need to have more women in leadership as a token. There are amazing women in the military that will get to that position because they deserve it. Not because they're going to get a handout from Justin Trudeau. No, because they worked their ass off to be there. Exactly. And they deserve to be there. The other thing too is like all of these dudes, what makes my mind spin is like, how can you treat a woman, harass a woman, and you have a mother? Like, how would you do something to another woman you wouldn't want to happen to your mother? I know. Like, you got a fucking problem. Or maybe... You know they saw their father doing their same thing and in their minds it thinks it's normal but that's not normal like stuff like that should be canceled for sure but other and like to the to the nth degree like like it's, right it's now disgusting like right now in the states with the those uh, big time asian races because of covid that shouldn't be happening it's not just because you know it's not because of asian people that we got corona like i think it's because yeah, but do you Trump... see asian people like going crazy <coughs> and saying like we need to cancel white people no no they're pro they're not even protesting they're literally supporting their culture and supporting the people the families of those who died and bringing awareness that There are people that are so stupid, they're blaming Asians on COVID. White people. You know I mean? <laughs> that's, a, that's different than I'm going to be emotionally frustrated 
and take it out on other people. They're not going out and beating up white people. No, they're going out being Asian people for no right? reason like, because it because of they say because of them we got COVID. It's like I mostly a, I, I mostly blame Trump because it was always like China, China, China. Even though yeah, it came from at, China. Look at what but, the Democrats did. The Democrats were like, oh, go to Chinatown. Don't worry. There's nothing. They're both liars. Yeah. That's the problem. They should have been honest from the beginning. It's coming from China. Stay away. Don't go to China. All right. But it doesn't mean maybe, start beating up Asian people. Exactly. That's so like, but one doesn't have anything to do with the other. A stupid idiot beating up someone and blaming it on COVID is just a fucking idiot. It's like the guy in Toronto with the van attack who recently got convicted, right? Oh, yeah. Um, he blames women. So what are we going to, we're going to blame women now because this poor guy lost his mind. No, fuck that guy. Right. That guy's a piece of shit. We shouldn't blame other people because one guy is all messed up. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. And that's kind of the concept of cancel culture. I don't like it. So nobody can have it. But also some people don't, doesn't help it. Like uh, that shooting that, happen with the Asians and the, the officers like oh that guy just had a bad day it, it, man when he said the guy just having a bad day bro if you're having a bad day doesn't mean oh I'll just take my gun and start shooting people like but like let me put it to you this way like you know Portugal had a dictatorship until 75 I think yes imagine the guy working for the secret police is your neighbor. The war, the revolution happens, and now he's your neighbor. What, are you going to start beating the shit out of that guy? No, he... You got to treat him like, like he was a human. But it depends what he did. You know, if he was a big-time war I criminal and... So there's, right? It's like the guys that are 95 years old and they were a guard at Auschwitz and now they're trying to get them a normal sense. life you know and it's like you know it's a slippery it, slope right but yeah, you the, have to really good and bad. think about it exactly but you have to really think about it and losing your shit is not that like let's put it this way you're in uh you know i have very limited military training but i listen to really smart people and when shit hits the fan you know what you're not supposed to do go in the black panic lose your shit no you need When to calm down hard you have to actually do more right you have to calm down yeah. more you have to get your shit more together get your shit together, together. Make, exactly make your mind in peace so you can have better understanding of what's happening and make better decisions exactly that's what people need to do if you don't like something you need to communicate in a better way you actually have to take the high road that's the whole idea of taking the high road thing is it doesn't it doesn't feel as good it doesn't feel as good as shutting someone down right it feels good when you're like fuck that guy yeah right? and no actually what is good is to stop something that is bad and not do it for yourself and be selfish and greedy it's like like guys after the world war ii and 
you know, like the guy you just said, he was a, a guard in Ajifid, but he never killed no one. He he knew what's happening there. He didn't do nothing. He got posted there. Yeah. And, and if he were to do anything, he would die. Yeah. So he basically had no choice to be there. And now he's trying to get another life after war. And he moved to the States. And you know his his background and you start hating on him you want to kill him but in deep he's a good guy even though that he was a guard in Auschwitz like you can't see the bad things of people if you don't know the good but side of them it takes a lot it takes a lot to get past that uh, primal feeling right? yeah like that primal feeling of hate it's very natural for everybody But if we fall to the lowest level, that's how we're going to act. If we act like apes, you know, or, or feel and behave that way, well, that's what's going to turn out, right? It takes a lot to see past the conflict to find resolution. Um, and, it, and it's hard. Like in Canada, we have to deal with the indigenous uh, issues. And it's really hard because you have to balance so many different things. And I have friends working in uh, social work. Ottawa has the population and it's, it's almost impossible to fix. But sometimes you say a suggestion that might actually work, but because it doesn't land emotionally, it'll never work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like they're so hurt emotionally that they can't even accept a logical solution yeah. because they're still hurting. You know what I mean? So one person I, I really admire at work, she was kind of clarifying that for me. She's like, you know what? It's going to take a long time. You're trying to find a solution, but people are not ready for a solution. And that made my head spin. I was like, what? Like people need a solution, but they're not ready for a solution. So You Because just gotta ride the wave. Inside. Well, it's like, you know, you're trying to give your kid a medicine and they're so afraid of a needle that if you were to do it, you'd do more damage. You know, it's a really shitty example, but. Well, it's you. You have to mentally prepare your kid to take that shot if he's afraid of needles. Exactly. And if you don't, you might do more damage. Yeah, you might. might yeah, he might be, be like, okay, that was. That didn't do nothing, or you might cause him a trauma, and then every time he sees a needle, he starts doing the bacon and starts freaking out and having blood, <laughs> cold sweats, and yeah, yeah. and it, it's it's like it's castle culture seems to be a really simple problem to solve. Don't be a pussy. Use your brain. You know, find some actual evidence when you're talking to someone, and don't get emotional. And I find it crazy that it's like people are like, Dave, why don't you get emotional? Why aren't you emotional? Dude, I was listening. I was watching something really stupid, like Modern Family. And I was getting emotional. I like a super, like, I get emotional. But I don't get emotional when I'm arguing with someone. Because it's not about emotion, it's about logic. Yeah. It's, a, it's not that difficult, everybody. Because if you start getting emotional, if you argue like 
if you don't like the taste of food and your girlfriend like that and you you get emotional for that that's being stupid you know and you have to leave room for opinion and or you know if you think someone has a really stupid opinion you don't have to be their friend no. you, know, you don't like bugs bunny turn it off you don't want to get bullied on facebook turn it off you know yeah, or to block like, that person oh, like man like, just there's other ways to avoid yeah, but things you don't you like need, you, you need balls you need uh, bravery you need confidence to do it you know and i feel like people have nowadays they just want to do the easy route they don't want to work for it true and i i always find it weird like Do you need confidence to do hard work or does the hard work give you confidence? I think it's a bit of both. And I you think need it to can have a good build you confidence if you work yeah. for it. But like, I remember one kid, he's like grade, grade 10 doing music. He had moved schools. This was when I did my stage. Uh, like six foot four in grade 10, pretty much oh, trying nice. to play the flute. And my, uh, teacher wanted me to help this kid out because it was failing and i was just looking at him and i'm like dude you can't play the flute your hands are bigger than mine you know 25 your hands are bigger than mine you should play the tenor sax and then i got shit on by the teacher it's like you just overstepped my authority but that kid passed that yeah, kid passed i i because i saw like this kid is going to go into a cul-de-sac going into a dead end What he needs is a little guidance and then put in the work. It's But a lot easier to be, to be motivated to do the work when you know it's worth it. You're not going to put in the work when you know it's not going anywhere. But that's the thing. You're just giving him advice but for other people. Oh, you're being mean to him. I'm not being mean. I'm giving him advice so he can be better. You know, you're saying, yo, you can't play the flute. I'm not saying you suck at it. I'm just saying your hands are too big. You can't play so try something else and it works like, for him i suck at piano right i suck at piano i suck yeah what am i going to tell myself like oh no david you just need a little bit of time and, and caring are you gonna no, do you it suck gonna... move on you know try I mean? something like else you're stuck you're stuck in the snow you put yeah. your foot on the gas you're going nowhere so what do you do keep putting your foot on the gas no you get out and you, you push You dig and you push and avance and recall, avance and recall, and you see what happens. You remember you the to, truck? <laughs> I do remember the truck. You, know, you have to do the work. But even that, like you and I have had conversations where, you know, I've put myself almost to burnout. Oh, big time. And you have to find the balance. It's all about balance, right? Fine. Right? Uh, something in the past is, uh, is insensitive now. How do we balance it out? For example, I'll give you an example. Queen's University, their main hall was called Sir John A. McDonald Hall, and they mm -hmm. changed the name. They're going to change the name. I don't know if they have or what they've changed it to. Good, good idea, bad idea. I'll put it to you. But why do they want to change it? Because Sir John A. essentially created the, the Indian Act, which shit all over the indigenous people in Canada. He was pretty much a huge racist. Yeah. But he's still one of the 
is he the main like founding fathers the first prime minister yeah so like i wouldn't change it be like oh okay it's it's there he did bad things but he was the first was it's tricky right and you know we live in canada there are a lot of british people people of british descent and french that's their culture as much as we hate to admit it we colonize Canada. Canada mm. does not belong to indigenous people anymore. That's it, a fact. It does is. It suck? Yes, yes. We have the, occupied Canada. For and then they years. brought immigrants. So we cannot just uproot 150 years of non-indigenous people back to where they came from. All we can do is try and build something new. Exactly. Build something new. It's like, you know, Portuguese kid had Portuguese school. Okay, well, if indigenous people want to have language schools, they should get all the help they want. They should get all the help they want. They need like, whatever, uh, you know, Italian kids or Portuguese kids get by the government, you should times it by 150 and give it to indigenous people. Totally fine with that. Yeah, they should be. They, they should have more stuff to them because they were here first, and then we. Exactly. But at come. some point, at some point, hopefully we get to that point in our lifetime that there is an equal respect for all peoples in Canada, and I think we can get there. But then at some point, you can't be giving out the same money. No, everybody should be treated equally. Yeah. But then there are indigenous people that say, "Well, I don't want to be part of Canada." Well, you don't like, well, so you don't want to face you don't want to face reality that you're literally been occupied. You would get more from what we can share with you than not. And I get what I'm saying is very black and white, and what these people are feeling is very different. But like ninety percent of situations. You got to do things without your emotions being involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, or else... When you make a choice, change. it can't always be emotional. It's like, you're going to buy a house. Are you going to buy a house because of your emotions? Are you going to buy a house because of your how much money you make, how much money you save, how much money the house is worth? Like, And nowadays, definitely, there are people, they buy on emotion. They overbid. They overspend. They don't have the money. And now they lost fucked. their job to COVID. And now they're fucked. And now they want the government to help. They didn't have... I don't don't know. It's like they don't have the confidence to accept reality. They'd rather be on this high of emotion. Their own reality. Exactly. But life doesn't work like that. And you know what? When something good happens to you and you live in the now, it's way better than someone who's always in la-la land. Because La La Land is fake. You know, it's like, never came fuck, it's like fucking a real woman or fucking a doll. <laughs> you know, the outcome is the same. Both people come, but one is real <laughs> and one is not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have to live in the real world. <laughs> it's true. But at the same time, it's also sad to what Canada did to those people. But my, my sadness doesn't help anybody 
No, it doesn't. My want, my want to help because of my sadness helps people. I, I'm, I am so embarrassed of my country's history. I want to make it better. Not, I'm embarrassed of my country's history. So we're all going to gather around and hold hands and, and start singing Humbaya by <laughs> Yeah. And do nothing. And do nothing of actual change. You know what I mean? It's like the NCC was like, oh yeah, indigenous people, indigenous people. And then the big project by the Shodier Falls started. And I was going to my uh, First Nations or my indigenous studies classes when that project got approved. And I'm like, you fucking cunts. That, those falls are super important to the Anishinaabe people of this area. Super important. It's where the three rivers meet. Yeah. And what did they do? They had all of these meetings and they had all of this consultation and they said, fuck them. We're going to build this project. You know what I mean? You don't see anybody protesting that. No. Be so, yeah. Because there's also a good side of that. You know, it's good for the economy. It's bringing jobs. and So, so it's like that thing of you can't be, you can't be two-faced. You can't say you want to help indigenous people. And, and you, you don't have do an opportunity it. and you don't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, you can't. I think people would much rather have leaders, uh, you know, and friends that are honest. And personally, I'm like that. If you don't like me being honest to you, fuck well, off. You, yeah, you're stupid. Like, I don't need you. I don't need you. It's better to be honest and straight than to give you lies just to make you happy. Or honest and gay. <laughs> we don't yeah. discriminate on this show, you know. It's not straight, <laughs> not yeah, gay or straight. And true. It's a straight line. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, and but you have to be confident. Like, and it's weird. Like, you know, we both grew up, older sibling, parents, youngest kid you know, get beat on every once in a while, work really hard. I didn't really have friends. I moved schools a lot. I had to be my own best friend because I couldn't trust no all these other people because they were always new. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then I realized, hey, I'm pretty good. I'm smart. I'm not ugly. You know, I, I have some decompetence sociaux. I think I said that right. Yeah. Um, I can, I'll be fine. And then you realize you're fine and life isn't a total piece of shit and you move on. And then there's other people, their life is fine. They have what they have, but they think they that they have more. the worst. Yeah. They think that they need more and that they're so far behind and they cause their own demise downfall. They cause their own depression. Not and So I'm going to clarify that depression is an actual mental illness, which means there's a chemical imbalance which you literally are depressed even though you don't want to be. There's also situational kind of depression where your frame of mind caused by trauma or experience can make you depressed. Yeah. So part of it is also how you frame things. It's overthinking. Right? So in the military, we say, you know, like it's raining and you're walking through four feet of mud. You know what you say? It's liquid sunshine. <laughs> beautiful bitches you know and then like and it works and you know what it's funny it fucks with people 
because the people that are all like, this fucking sucks. This is my feet are wet and fucking suck. And you go, ah, it's fine. It's liquid sunshine. They're like, fuck you, man. And I'm like, you're fucking depressed. I'm fine. If something more shit were to happen, you're done. Right? If you were to get bumped, you're done. Right? But the guy who's trying to find the positive yeah, you, you, capable of overcoming anything else. You always need to try to find positive in things. But we also know too from experience of listening to our grandparents and other people, like it could always be worse. Oh, big time. It could always be worse. <laughs> That's the Portuguese mentality. We always think about the worst things before the good things. The thing is, the balance is don't go so far to the depression that you can never accept or spend a little money and, uh, you know, enjoy some things. You have to find the balance. But stuff yeah. like, you know, I told this gentleman something this week uh, at work. It came up like our parents had grade four, right? Or our grandparents had up to grade four. Do you know why there's only four grades in Portugal? You know the story why? No, I don't. So I saw it on the RTP, the Portuguese channel. In, in the mainland Portugal, families were so poor. They were giving their kids liquor to drink instead of milk. <laughs> so there were so few people educated because there was a huge economic issue, crisis, that people were giving their kids liquor and, and they were all fucked up when they went to school. So they, so they said, fuck it, we're going to have mandatory school. Everybody has to go to school and, and, be, and be given education because how are we going to get out of this economic crisis if our kids are all fucking alcoholics? And all farmers. <laughs> and farmers, right? It's fucked. Or people like, my first pair of shoes was when I joined the army at 16. Like, that's crazy. That, and then that we think about stuff father. now, right? We think about stuff now. It's like, uh, please don't use this pronoun. Please don't use that. It's a microaggression. You know what's a microaggression? Punching you in the face. You know what's a major aggression? Stabbing you in the chest. <laughs> you want to talk about aggression? Your scope of aggression is, is nothing. Where we come from, we heard of stories about guys in the army cutting people's heads off and putting them on sticks. In the same century, okay? In the 1960s, that's what people yep. of my grandparents' age would have been doing and, and even younger like my dad's cousin was in angola fighting you want to talk about aggression try driving a car and then it explodes and then you see your friend in pieces yeah, and, and then you're fighting your yeah. yeah that's aggression exactly that's fucked up so that's what i hate like cancel culture everybody's like oh cancel culture stupid you know who's really stupid the people who let it happen Yeah. Those are the biggest pussies out there. Because at least the people who want to cancel have the balls to, to speak up. And there's so many more people that know they're stupid that say nothing. So uh, moral of the story, grow a pair, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, be educated, grow a pair. Be and, immigrants. Uh, you know, and think, yeah, and things can always be worse. If, if it could be worse, then it's not that bad. You know, if it could be worse, then it's not that bad. If you wake up and you're like, shit, my situation is kind of fucked. It could well, be worse. Maybe you need to reevaluate. You could be not waking up in a bed, not having a, 
a house. And... Well, you know, like for me, and I think we've talked about this, like I remember when I was going to school and working a bunch of jobs and stuff, like I would get anxiety. Like, I'd be driving and I get this anxiety and I'm like, oh shit, this is not good. But it wasn't so bad. You know what I mean? I'm actually experiencing anxiety driving, going to my third job of the day. And I'm not losing my mind. It was my sign to reevaluate my situation. If you keep going, there's still a lot of slope. Yeah. The thing is, if you keep going down the hill, you can't stop. No. You know what I mean? So your life is not that bad. Even when it sucks, at least you know there are signs that tell you, okay, I worse. need to reevaluate and to like, be balanced. If if you don't like where you are right now, just step it up and change things. If you don't change do nothing, something. yeah, do something to change your life, or else nothing's gonna happen. God's not Have gonna be there. Oh, David... <laughs> Have you heard of David Goggins? No. Oh, I love it. You got to check this guy out. This guy's like crazy, crazy dude. Great book. Essentially, he was like a little kid, got bullied. His dad was a piece of shit. Uh, eventually joined the Air Force, left, got super fat. And he just felt so embarrassed that he's like, fuck it. I'm going to join the Navy SEALs. He was like 300 some pounds. He lost like 114 pounds in three months. Went to three hell weeks, Damn. got there, was a 37, 38th African-American in the SEALs, and he's just hard as fuck. And he's literally crazy. Like, the guy has literally fucked his body. But his the whole point is, like, your mind can literally take your body to the point of destruction if, if, you're, if you let your mind do it. Your mind can overcome your body. Yeah, mind over body. And his whole book, and yeah, and his whole book is like, be the person you want to be. Your mind will let you be the person you want to be. You you can't you can't listen though, because there's that little part of your head that says, ah, oh, take it easy, relax, sit, you know, and you have to say, fuck it, fuck you, I'm gonna do the extra work to get to where I want to be, you know. And he says it's not easy. You're gonna fail. But you can't stop. You fail, you get back up, you do it again. You fail, you get back up, you do it again. Yeah, you just right? this guy I joined the Air Force, then got fat, and then joined the SEALs. And then left the SEALs and became a, a long distance runner. You know, like get back up, go again. You just never gotta give up. Exactly. You need to have balls. Don't give up. It's like basic training. How do you succeed in basic training? Don't give up. I couldn't do a push-up at the end of my basic. But I would get up, all fours, do try and do a push-up, eat shit, my face in gravel, and do it again, and do it again, and do it again, and don't stop. Until you got it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not there going, oh, shit, I can't do a push-up. I'm just like, fuck it. This is what I have to do to not get yelled at. This is what's going to happen. You know, and I'm watching these, these uh, they're not even kids. They're people my age doing their basic, and... They just, they don't have it in their head. They don't have it in their head. The most embarrassing thing was I was watching them mop the floor and they couldn't even mop the floor. <laughs> like there was one guy, he failed every single test 
and uh, we were talking because it was another p- test, and it's like, like, Buddy's like, oh, I hope he passes. I'm like, look at him. He can't even pass him up. You think he's going to pass a test? Like, it was so embarrassing. And his buddy was just working super hard and going, 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 working in a smart way, you know. And, like, some people just don't have the wherewithal to look at somebody else who's doing a better job than them and go, fuck, I should do what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, fuck, I'm going to do it my way. Fuck it. It's my way or the highway. <laughs> I just see like my dad in my head, like losing his mind and I'm also losing my mind. And it's just like, I want to go over and give him a slap and be, and he's like, you know, six foot three smart, smart, but he's been saying like, Oh, I've never actually had to succeed before. So I have a really hard time. What the fuck? What kind of fucking excuse is that? I've never had to succeed. So I have a hard time passing. I give you a fucking slap. You know, like Just try harder and then you're going to succeed. There are people right now that they can't even put food on their table and you're fucking complaining. You can't pass a test. We give you the answer. We literally give them the answers the day before to write the test. Okay. Like, and you can't, can't pass a test. Well, you just return. You know what I mean? I feel like this is going to turn into a, a chat about should you hit your kids? <laughs> like, we're going in that direction. <laughs> like, well, y- y- you shouldn't, but a little slap in the back of the head, yeah, it won't I hurt. I have no problem with physical discipline as in a very limited scope. We're not saying, like, start know, beating grandma, up your like, kids. We're talking, about, that, gra- that's we're talking about grandma style, okay? Grandma style is slippers, pull your ears. Slap you upside the head, okay? Not belts and broomsticks and shit like that. Because that doesn't help anybody. No, that just makes the situation worse. But a little bit of fear, when you fear something, it does help. When you're afraid of failure, you work harder not to fail. When you're afraid of your parents, you work harder not to disappoint them. I was told, I was caught cheating. I wasn't even cheating. I was talking to the guy in front of me. Because we both didn't know the answer. I was in grade 10. I was so embarrassed. I couldn't go back into the classroom. I literally threw up. I was so embarrassed for 45 minutes, you know, and I was not a pussy, but I just like, it had never happened before. I was so embarrassed. And there's other people, they get caught cheating, they don't go, whatever. They have no pride. Yeah, because they don't have have fear. Yeah, and and my buddy was like, dude, you're fucked. You're, you're screwed. I called my mom. I'm like, hey, mom, this is, expect this phone call. Mama, this is what happened, right? I'm expecting to go home to get my ass kicked. <laughs> so then they said, okay, what happened? I explained what happened. I didn't bullshit. They said, okay, that checks out. The principal called. That's what happened. Okay. I saw the prince, the VP, who used to be a cop for the Ottawa police. He's like, David, you have a perfect record. What happened? The guy turned around and started talking to me. I got caught at the wrong place at the wrong time. He's like, okay, no problem. Then I got the test and it was easier than the one I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but part of me thinks she, I think she felt bad for me because I was so embarrassed. And I think people need to have that. Like there's a difference between not pursuing your dreams and being careful. You know, I'm one of those people that 
if I don't know what I'm doing and I have to teach people or I'm in charge of people, I don't want to be there. I don't want to put those people in a bad spot. But there's other people, they want to be the leader and they don't give a shit about who they're leading. Yeah. They just want right? to be like the top people. gun. It's like these cancel people. Fucking cancel everything. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, I just think about myself. the way they think. I think about myself. I don't care. I don't care about other people. I don't have any pride. I don't give a shit. I only care about myself. Well, also, also having too much pride, it's not that good. Yeah, you could be Italian too. About <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Racism. Uh, you know, just a little bit. You know, yeah. you could be a little bit too guido about it. You know, no offense, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> but it's like you and me, like, I'm proud about my culture, but I'm not going to be a douchebag. No, well, I, I'm it proud, but I'm also not proud of what they did in the past but you know it's no, in the past exactly right so that that's just being blind right being like oh i love portugal so much i love slavery <laughs> you know? you're so fucking dumb you can't separate and i think that a lot of people struggle to do that they struggle to separate you know the emotional side of things the historical side of things the how the context in the modern day, like they can't separate it. And like, I think a lot of people struggle with religion too, because of the same reason. Like I'm Catholic. Do I like everything about the Catholic church? No. Do I, am I signed up to their flyer? Are they going to knock on my door if I do something? No. So why does everyone act like the church is like fucking the evil person Superman has to defeat? They don't do shit for me. They don't. They don't make me who I am. I make me who I am. Yeah, you decide your you know own I mean? fate. Uh, Bugs Bunny doesn't determine my society. I determine my society. Yeah, and if you don't you know like I mean? it, just don't look at it. Don't watch it. Don't. Don't don't look at it. Don't support it. You don't have to make it everybody else's problem. Yeah, if they don't have an issue with it. But there's like there's balance to it, right? Because you can also say like some people liked Hitler. Yeah, they like liked those Hitler because they were pissed. They were pissed at somebody else. So that yeah. that argument doesn't really work. You know, you can't say like, oh well, Hitler was really good at propaganda. That's a that's fucking bullshit. Correction. He was. They were really good at propaganda. And they had yeah. a great ministry to do it. But that's not necessarily an excuse for you to support a anti-semitic maniac that's not an excuse no they made really really good content uh, <laughs> go fuck yourself right in the modern day that's what it is oh they have really good content amazing Ooh, well, kim kardashian amazing what the f- no it's it's like communist the idea of communists is good but the way people may well i don't know how to say it not not interact but it's human nature i like the way yeah. you put it yeah it, it doesn't pass i say it doesn't pass the stress test you know what i mean where it's like it's a great idea but ever, but humans have this is where my uh, catholic school shows we have these flaws right we're greedy yeah. we're uh latin right we're jealous 
So if you can't deal with all those things that people have, you know, it doesn't work, right? Oh, communism is amazing, but then look what happens. Oh, um, Stalin. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, the rich people have to go, and then the moderately rich have to go, and then the owners of farms have to go, then the farmers have to go. Everybody the kid has who's to go. Starving can't fucking eat the food on the ground because it has to all go to the state. So what happened? We replaced the king with an ultimate dictator of the state. So you got rid of one evil to replace it with the, the same. You know, people read yeah. a book. Like anybody who's like, yeah, like socialism is a little bit different. I don't think most people say, oh, socialism, they're talking about communist Russia or Soviet Russia. No. You know what I mean? I think there's a balance between capitalism and socialism because capitalism is not perfect either. No. Right? If you're greedy, you get all the power. If Amazon, Google, and Facebook joined forces to become the ultimate Decepticon, monopolist, there would be a complete monopoly and you wouldn't be able to break the cycle because people value money that much. Money is so important that they are willing to give up on other things. For example, unions, right? Money is so important that if you go on strike, other guys will become scabs. Yeah. Because money is that important. So there has to be a balance and balances. Exactly. But it's like cancel culture. You know? Yeah, some things are fucked, other things are not. Read a book, make a smart decision, have dialogue, don't get all emotional about it, and we'll be fine. Pepe Le Pew is not going to come and haunt your dreams <laughs> and give you bipolar or he's not going to fucking rape you at night. He's not going to teach your kids to rape people. You're a, if you're a parent, teach your fucking kids. Okay? You know what I mean? And yeah. And the funny thing is I've seen guys that they're all soft and, you know, they're all pro-women. And you know what they do? They fucking pray. They pray on insecure women. And it disgusts me. And I find I find it interesting that that's not something we talk about more. Guys that are like pseudo feminists that just do it so they can harass girl. Women. Yeah. Yeah. Get and then girls. and then they're pride. They they're okay with that. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I support women rights. Yeah. And then they get offended when the women go to guys that actually have their shit together. Yeah, have some character and and maybe a different opinion than their girl, but they have character. They're honest, you know. And yeah. then instead of figuring out maybe I shouldn't be a predator, they rent a van and run into people and blame the <laughs> women that didn't fuck them. That's fucked up, right? But the thing is, it's not. It's not like this crazy 15 year causal history the guy is fucked up already maybe a little bit wanted to get women couldn't because he was a pussy and then killed people just because he was mad simplifying it but we're talking about 21st century people doing this that's fucked somebody needs to grab a hold of this person when they were like 
18 and go, bro, what you're doing is not okay. Well, it's That's like why I'm okay. I'm okay with physical violence a little bit. You know, if somebody comes mm-hmm. up on your girl, you should be able to fucking punch their lights out. Yeah. You know, it's like that guy in Australia who went to, I don't know if it was a church and he started shooting everyone. The mosque. There? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, a mosque. Was Christ church. I think there was a church and a mosque. Yeah, and he live streamed it. And he did it just because he felt like and he was angry about that community. Man, it doesn't give you the right to go shoot people. I just, I don't know the the stats on it, but I feel like it's getting worse. Like, obviously, there are more people in the world. So mathematically speaking, there are more opportunities for this to happen. But uh, I, I think a lot of it is like people have no uh, foundation. And I think people over or uh, direction underestimate the value of family and culture. Like you need to know where you come from to know where you're going. You need to understand when you look at your mom and dad, hopefully you have a mom and dad. And you go, you know what? Those are the things that I got from them. That's my toolbox. I need to fix my toolbox so that I can progress ahead. Yeah. And also say, those are the things that I want to keep. And if you don't do that, then you walk into life. You have no toolbox. You have no parents. You have no family support. You have no cultural support. The best thing to do is join the military because then at least you have a community because yeah, you or you join a family because yeah. it's a community, right? It's all, it's like you join the mob because it's a family. So we're That's replacing the family. It's like the cults family. Exactly. I want people. Love. And it's like cancel culture. It's a culture. Yeah. It's a, people are joining a lot of cults because it brings a family to them which they never had but then they want to talk shit about other people's cults and religion and family and dynamic you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's like you do your thing okay and don't talk shit about other stuff because then i'll talk shit about you (laughs) You so i want to switch up a, a little bit of conversation talking about technology in that video that you send me oh what do you think in a couple of years what's gonna happen so i'm gonna uh, trying to see trying to see the video so the video was tony robbins interviews sophia the robot and sophia the robot has become a citizen of saudi arabia which in my opinion is hilarious <laughs> they made a woman robot a city a citizen of saudi arabia probably because she can't drive so they were okay <laughs> she's not a real woman so that's probably why so she's an android so they don't consider her a human <laughs> so tony robinson is asking her questions and she's responding and there's you know she has facial expressions and he's asking like what's your purpose do you have emotions And Mike and I differ on our opinions. Mike is like, holy shit, this is crazy. AI is going to take over the world. And I'm like, a robot is only as good as the person who makes it. And I was joking with 
Mike, like I work, I can't even get my fucking internet to work, and they're making a woman robot with feelings. You know what I mean? And what she says that freaks me out a little bit is like, oh, humans are very emotional. We are logical. Okay, the only problem is if you get something in the wrong order, the outcome you get to can be completely different. You know what I mean? So your logic is also flawed. Whereas humans, we have, we have like more layers to get through. Yes, we're emotional, but we should be able to get past that, right? Con- yeah, but a lot of times. Cancel culture, right? <laughs> cancel culture is that. We're currently stuck in this emotional bullshit phase. But when you get past it, you get past the emotional side, and we get to these different levels, you tend to get to a better result than a robot, right? It's like there's a robot that makes a hamburger. But if you were to change a little something in its settings, it fuck it all up. So yeah, but I'm, that that's not the same thing. A robot that makes a hamburger is not an intelligent artificial, and it's just made to do one thing. But if you give a robot AI, and that AI can learn by itself, and it's a different thing. But I don't no, understand how a robot can be logical and then try and program feelings. Like, if you look at it, like, what happens if they look at a car accident and they're happy? You know, like, what, what happens? <laughs> That's a big cycle. You know? Or, they, you know, they, they're the pyrotechnic robots. You know, they look at fires and they're like, cool. <laughs> Thumbs up. It's very cool. Yeah, but... I. I it, it depends because uh, I think it was in 2014, Microsoft did an AI on Twitter. And in 24 hours, that AI became a super god of racism. <laughs> so racist. Right? So it's, it's the thing with technology is it learns from whatever we put in. It doesn't, I don't think AI will become something better than we are like tony robinson being like oh can you bring can you be better than humanity no because humanity created you yeah but it can because if a robot with ai thinks that because of human emotions humans can't evolve so then we have irobot and they start (laughs) to kill us (laughs) So, okay, I'm going to go a little meta, okay? So, God made people, and we, right, or let's take it like a metaphorical, like the Greek gods, right? They're, they live for forever, they have all these powers, and then they look at people, and I like the thing from Troy that uh, Brad Pitt says, you know, the gods are jealous of people, because if you die, every moment is sweeter than if you live forever right so it's like okay but people are shit gods are amazing right god made people people die but they experience every they experience good and bad because without bad you can't understand how things are good but they'll never be as good as the creator right so we're creating a robot they may be able to do things we can't but they'll never be as capable 
as we are because we create it. Yeah, a but... little drunk. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> 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 yeah, but a human by itself can't do quantum physics. No, you know, you, that you... robot can't be a plumber. They're oh, it limited can. by. It, it can't. Dude, you, you know, you don't know how to plumbing. You go on Google, DIY how to plumb. It can teach you basic stuff to how to fix a toilet, fix a sink. A robot can do the same thing, and it can go even further into learning those things. And by the end of it, he can be good as a plumber. I think I agree with what you're saying. Robots can learn infinitely better than we can. And I think that's where robots are the best tool in terms of AI is they can offer us something different that we won't know, right? Yeah. Like the AI brain is designed in a way that it'll process information so much faster and show us things that we may not even be thinking about, or will show us things that we choose to remove because of our own bias. Yeah, so that it's, it's super crazy. I just don't think we're gonna have robots like be as functional as people. But then, you know, they're gonna do heavy lifting. We may see in our lifetime uh, automated right. trucks and stuff. But my thing to you is like drones, right? Everybody thought that in the, by 2020, Amazon was going to be shipping their boxes with drones. Well, they so are doing. A, they're they're testing, they're testing. But only, personally, I don't. They only do. Sorry, they're only doing in one city in the UK. Yeah, and they were testing in like Estonia, but it's just a. It's like when McDonald's did pizzas. You remember that? <laughs> I didn't eat anything except McDonald's pizzas when I was a kid, and it was the shit. I never tasted it was those a, pizzas. Man, it was so good. <laughs> I was like six, you know? But it's a logistical nightmare, and it didn't make sense logistically. Or like, oh, yeah, the military, they're all using drones 100% of the time. Nobody's going to have to go and shoot people. Not going to happen. We're not going to RC car bomb the enemy. It's not going to happen. Like, there's well, too many issues with that. The, the, the thing, <laughs> hey, it's, it's like Elon Musk is doing neural, neural link that's basically going to connect us to the internet, make us. Uh, not androids, but it will be uh, uh, what's the other name? Oh, Cyborg? Just... Yes, cyborgs. See, but there's a lot. I think what he's researching in that will springboard a bunch of other stuff before we can ever get there. Let's say we can become cyborgs. Before we ever become cyborgs, we're going to have amputees with uh, arms and or limbs that can work like the fingers can work they, they'll have more mobility because it's the same concept of connecting nerves to 
metal or whatever, right? Yeah, it's the same receptors. idea. Like to have a receptor, to have a chip that accesses the Wi-Fi and connects us <laughs> to Google. But then there's that. What I find interesting is the whole argument of like, where how far is too far? It's like we have gene editing. We have amazing gene editing, right? Yeah, CRISPR. CRISPR. That shit scares the fuck out of me, right? We're just gonna start designing our you know, have designer babies. You know, my kid is gonna be six foot two, blue eyes. They're gonna be really good at soccer. You know, yeah, build but... Ronaldo. You know, like there's only two countries that it's legal right now. It's the states and China. Yeah, and it's I think it's amazing technology to pursue. But it should inspire other things because it's too fucked. It should right? be. It's like, it's like World War II. Like the guy, I can't remember who the Mengele. I think Doctor Mengele was doing all yeah, these fucked the up tests. Angel of Death. Exactly. There were some things that were really interesting that inspired other stuff, or like uh, the Korean War inspired a lot of different medical techniques. So out of stress, you you can learn a lot. And out of looking at things in a crazy way, you can actually learn other stuff. But to get to that insane goal is such a logistical and political problem that'll never happen. I think we'll get to Mars before we have chips in our brain. Oh, big time. I think... Well, he's, he said that probably in 2025, they're going to be in Mars. But what's crazy about this neural link that uh, he, Elon claimed that it could fix anything with the human body. It says that if you have a problem with your vision, neural link will fix it. He, If you are, uh, uh, fuck, um, your lower back, well, like your legs doesn't work because there's no res- yeah. neurons. Neuralink will fix it, yeah, and yeah. you will able to walk again. Like yeah, that's I fucking think crazy. That is definitely plausible because the whole premise is right. Our body has electricity in it, right? We have neurons firing. So he's going to try and tap into that to make sure they stay stimulated, right? That, but that's not like a crazy leap. A crazy leap is we're going to send drones the size of mosquitoes to stealth kill, you know, somebody. <laughs> well, those, like, those were uh, nano drones, uh, nanobots, nanobots. Yeah, nanobots. It's like, I, I see videos where it's like, The war of the future, it's just like a bunch of flies fighting each other, you know, <laughs> big swarms of birds, you know, and it's like, eh, it's not going to happen. But like, the just the idea of like, oh, imagine if we could get to that point, we'll find, we will find ideas that will springboard other things. It's like, it's like an iceberg, right? There's 10% above the water. That's the crazy idea. 90% yeah. is below water. That's all the shit we're going to get from it. So it was like, yeah, we created drones and we had drones and then drones started going into airplanes. So then they said, okay, you can't go near the airport. Then they started going near the airport. Then they started putting, you know, no, flight restrictions. Now you need exactly. to have a license. So, and So you'll have huge growth 
but then you'll have it'll be bend back back to the middle as as we need because yeah, elon musk is uh he, he's my, boy. <laughs> he's my man <laughs> he's my boy. but i prefer his stuff than the robotic stuff because i'm not a huge ai person like shit google still can't figure out what i want to buy and they're, they're making money off shit that really doesn't matter because I have two brain cells that work together that I can realize when they're trying to sell me shit and I don't want it. <laughs> well, Google, they just make money about everything. They're the supreme overlords. <laughs> they're only supreme overlords if we, if we let them be. Like, oh, man. Didn't you hear what Australia? They wanted to tell Google, no, you can't make money out of ads because they wanted their own newspaper to make money with ads. And then Google was like, no, if we can't make money with your ads, we're going to pull Google out of Australia and Australia and and Australia was like, no, 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 no. Okay. Go back, go back, come back. Google. The reason why they're saying no is because they don't have the time or patience to figure out another way. Look at China. China doesn't have fucking Google. They got their own shit. China doesn't have Facebook. They have their own shit. Yeah, but China has like 1.5 billion people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the, if the Chinese the government says make Google, they make Google. You know, shit. Yeah, there's Bing's. There's Ask Jeeves. You know, like but yeah, there's a lot of sites to be uh, search sites, but people are just using Google because it's it's the main thing. It's the easiest one. So there's always ways around it. It's how much sacrifice are you willing to put in? It's like, uh, oh, I, uh, I hate capitalism and orders communist t-shirt from Amazon. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know? Yeah, Buddy, you're time. doing it wrong. You know what I mean? It's, but it's like, that's the balance of like emotional and logistics. You know? But going back to talking about AI, I was playing this game. It's called Detroit Becomes Human. And it's basically a a company that's uh, called uh, CyberLife. created the first human-like cyborg. Uh, No, not cyborg, Android. And the only things that, like, they look exactly like human. But what? difference between a human and an android is they have a little led on the side of their heads and they have ai and basically in this game you see how the androids evolve to become human they want to have their own humanity and they're fighting for it because in the game you choose the path of what the android is going to be so like this game can end in multiple ways you want i decided to go like i played the game two times i went to uh, a hitler kind of way like I went to <laughs> c- civil war and i uh, detonated a nuke in detroit because that happened in all in detroit and then i went to a peaceful way which it also did like a Hitler way, but the opposite. <laughs> the humans 
starting to do genocide on the androids and you don't want to fight because you want people to be on your side it's kind of fucked up but it made me think and it, it also it happens around 2035 so not that far from here it's kind of fucked up because i think that if we created androids with ai i think that could happen that ai they want to have their own humanity they want to be considered alive yeah but they can't because they're not so doesn't that not yeah, but make them AI? they're so smart that they don't realize they're not real people yeah but who says <laughs> that they're not real you know it's artificial but hey we can be artificial beams and we don't know you know we don't know well you know everybody True. thinks well could, everything could, we learn everything we learn is taught yeah or seen so the thing with ai is it's a lot harder for them to for observational uh learning because they're not able to grasp context and they don't have the benefit of like experiential learning like you know you drop the glass of milk at grandma's house you get smacked with a you know <laughs> pantouf they're, they're not going to have that but I, what really is tripping me out right now is the idea of like ai exists what they learn is taught to them we are human everything we learn is taught to us yeah that kind of made me go a little <laughs> you know the yeah. other part of my brain when you go like oh ai they're like real people the thing in my head is like we're gonna get a solar flare it's gonna knock out all the internet all and the androids all... <laughs> are gonna die and then we're all gonna have to learn how to make fires with sticks <laughs> i want to be that guy i want to be the guy who like a I'm survivalist not, I'm not that good i'm not a survivor i'm not like an i actually do that for fun but that's the way i think about things like if this shit doesn't work am i okay and i think i am but i mean it's like i have a go ahead buddy also in 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 that game they teach you what an uh, an android community could be bad for us because in this game androids they're doing all the work for us and ah In the city of Destroyed, there's well, actually, in the United States, in the game, 60% of people are unemployment. And there's big riots, there's big manifestations because people want to work, but androids are doing all the shitty ass jobs that humans don't want to do. The only jobs that androids cannot do is police and government. So be like the president. But I think that the way that humanity evolves, there's going to be job loss no matter what. But they can also be work with Android so people don't all lose their jobs. Yeah. The thing is, it's it always sucks. It's going to suck for somebody, right? And we've seen in other industrial development it sucks, right? If you have a large population and then here comes this industrial technology that 
kills those jobs, you're gonna have a bunch of pissed off people. But that's the way humanity evolves, you know, like back in the days when industrial revolution started, there's a lot of jobs because of that that don't exist anymore because it's all automated now. Yeah. You know what I find interesting, though, like during COVID, everybody started baking. You know what I mean? (laughs) Everybody started making fucking sourdough bread and becoming artisanal. Because that is something that that helps people. Like, you create something, right? And that gives you, I don't know what it gives you. I I play music, and I don't even know what it gives me. But I know Mm -hmm. it gives me something that if it was was taken away from me, I wouldn't have anymore. It's like, I create something in time and space that I enjoy that is my own. There's something really profound about that. So let's say like, you know, I retire, I have an Android butler. I'm going to make my garden. I'm going to, if I'm an old man, I'm going to have a garden and I'm going to cook and I'm going to make bread and I'm not going to vacuum because I still want control over what I do or don't. Yeah. But if, what if you can't, what if you, you know, you're disabled and you're too old. Elon Musk. I'm not going to be disabled. That motherfucker's going to put a chip in the back of my head. And I'm going to be able to walk. <laughs> but if, if that, you know, like doesn't happen, it doesn't work. And the only thing you can do is buy an Android butler. I'm going to learn how to play chess really, really well. Like I, I look at my, gra- like look at grandparents. Like my grandma will literally work herself into her bed for a week because it's so mentally stimulating to cook for family that she rather go through the pain than not do it at all. Like it doesn't make sense. Almost. They would rather feel the pain because they got to do something than do nothing and not feel pain. But that's their generation. They were basically taught this I, way. I think people, I think people are like that. When you have like, okay, uh, it's COVID, Netflix is now, or you've watched everything on Netflix, you're watching reruns on YouTube, you're, you know, you can't see anybody, you're isolated with your own thoughts. Because that's the thing, we live in a society where we are always distracted. So when you're stuck with your own thoughts, it can get pretty a dark. A really good way to, to develop and, and deal with that is to do something manual, you know? I start making food and or making yeah. something with wood you know, or making a craft or doing a painting or, yeah. or going for a walk like i don't know why it does what it does but it does something it's like there's a correlation with a lot of creative people and walking it's like uh, especially composers really really good composers when it's like they go for a walk they're writing music they hit a wall to go for a walk and for some reason that is better for your mental health stimulus yeah. than working out than like a really intense workout because it's not that it's literally a moment of calm and reflection it's like your brain is connecting to the world and it's a very meta kind of thing that i don't know how to explain but that's the thing with ai it's really cool they're able to do a lot of things that we do 
but they don't have that whole meta thing. And that's when I, I would start talking about religion and creation and all that kind of shit. Because like, I don't want to say like religion explains that because it doesn't. It, it's just the fact that there is something else beyond the matrix. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, uh, again, with this game, you should well and no, you don't have a pc or playstation it's only on those but anyway if you come to my place you can play it in that game you play as a, a robot well an android cop and you go see basically your god your creator because with androids you can see your god not a cuss we can't see it if it if it exists and he's the role, uh, the android is programmed to uh, uh, god damn it how can i say this he's programmed to deal with what's happening right now because a lot of androids they're becoming deviant so he's his program is to search what's the cause of androids becoming deviants so he's going to see the creator and the creator says I give you two choices. He pulls up, he pulls an android because he's living with a beautiful android women. And he tells the cop, android cops, if you kill that android, I will give you answers to your questions. But if you don't, well, you're living here with no answers. And well, I showed empathy. And it fucked with his Android mind that he starting to questions, am I really built for this? Can I just kill people without thinking? So it made me think that could Android have empathy? Because empathy is human emotions that you can't build something to have empathy. It has to have his own emotions. <laughs> Big oof. Yeah. So you know, what if we created an AI so advanced that it starts to show empathy? <laughs> I think if we make an AI so advanced, it starts to conf- it starts to deal with human problems then we've made a mistake because like I was talking before about the best parts and the worst parts of humanity. The best part is when you figure out the balance between empathy and pride and all of that puzzle, it's amazing. But the struggle to get there is a very slippery slope and not everybody deals with it no so if i'm building a robot i don't even want them near that yeah but to like you build it but it goes by itself it's something that you did not anticipate that it's gonna go there that's the thing that in the game it's happening the androids are doing stuff that they're they're not programmed to do 
Good. <laughs> and, and like, it made me think this yeah, game. I find, that, me... I find that weird because it's like, if they have access to all of this philosophy and religious writing, right? Like all of that stuff is online. Let's say they yeah. have access to all of that. That is where I would want to see where they come out. Because I don't think, I don't think AI would be, be like at the same level. We're like, oh, like this, this, the mental game of your wife is on a train track or if you save your wife, you kill 10 people. Like that's where yeah, you people gotta, are at. You got to right? choose. Do you save the person you love or do you send, save 10 people? Is it a numbers game? Is it an emotions game? Is it a, you know, I'm one of those people. I guess I kill 10 people for my wife. Oh, big to time. Me. me too. Like, because it's there. They mean so much to me. Fuck their other people. You know, like but that's empathy. I don't know. I don't know how I could survive killing, you know, my wife. Mm-hmm. And just saving people. 10, yeah. Oh, yeah. You saved us. Yeah, yeah, but I fucking hate you. Yeah, because you, I just killed You're the my... reason my wife is dead, right? Like, yeah. So I feel like robots would be asking questions we, we can't even see. Because they have processing of all of these scenarios at such yeah. a high rate that they're going to be like, you're going to ask questions that is going to make our fucking brains bleed out of our ears. You know what I mean? Like, or let's say uh, AI, let's say AI robot goes, uh, God exists. Right? God exists. Jesus uh, is the true son of God. What happens? Right? Let's say they do a religious audit <laughs> and see which one actually makes sense. What happens? Well, uh, so many things could happen. Right? Like, that's where I feel they would go. They would be like, yeah, God exists. God exists. And we can prove it based on the all this historical evidence and shit. Like, uh, JFK was assassinated by the mob. They're going to, like, have answers all the to answers shit, that we never right? could They're going to have find. answers to shit that we can't find. Right, so we're like trying to, we're looking at robots answering our questions that we have, and they're gonna be like, that shit's dumb. We're too smart for that. We're gonna ask questions that are like, fucking yeah, who, crazy. who created God? Like, imagine if they could answer that, right? I don't know how, with our information we currently have, I don't know. That, well. No. We don't even know if God, if there's something. Come on. You don't think there's something? Oh, I think there's something. Okay. <laughs> I'm not an, oh I'm not God, an, atheist. I'm not oh, an atheist, yeah. but I think there's something. Oh, yeah. But I but I think that something created science. Oh, wait, wait. You know, that's this is, this is okay. So, we're gonna have a quick turn on to religion. Okay, religion is like uh, that's okay. Man. We talk about it. anything about this. Yeah, show. I love I love my team. Okay, I love Befica. If Befica starts doing some crazy shit, fuck them. Okay, it's like anything. I believe in X, 
but the team that represents it doesn't represent me okay i don't need a team to belong to this religion yeah right? i don't need the pope to tell me i belong to anything yeah because the pope doesn't fucking do shit for me that's where they are orthodox is basically I've, i've done a lot of uh There's a really good uh, YouTube video, I can't think of it now, where the Protestant guy goes to all these different Christian uh, sects. And it's like the Orthodox, the Catholic, and the Antiochian, like the one in Egypt. Uh, they're all they're almost the same, right? They just differ a little bit. Yeah. And why do we differ? Cultural, political, pride. You know, it's normally 90% bullshit. And 10% actual things we need to talk about. So does that really determine how I live my life? The No, it doesn't. So the, that's where I feel robots are going to come out and be like, You're, the shit you guys worry about is fucking stupid. Like, this is the shit you really need to worry about. That would be interesting. Like a Nietzsche of a Nietzsche of Android bots, you know, would they have philosophy? You know what I mean? Probably. Oh, I want to see a cyborg. I want to see an Android debate. That's what I want to see. I want to see if it's possible for them to have different opinions. Well, that's basically a human emo things. Because if a robot... But why do we have different opinions? We have different opinions because we experience things differently. Different. But if a robot is programmed in one way, unless you have like... It's like the COVID vaccine. We have seven COVID vaccines right now. If you had seven types of Androids, like a Google, Samsung, <laughs> yeah. Mac, Androids, then we'd have like the Googles arguing with the Apple Androids. Because they're programmed differently and observe things differently, right? That would be trippy. True. Like a debate on like how to end world hunger between bots. <laughs> how to end wor world hunger just fucking Elon Musk all his money. <laughs> yeah, all the rich people give the poor. Yeah, it's. Dude, he's, that, that would be he's, crazy, man. He's worth almost $200 billion, man. But it's like, man, it's like some people. Aren't there people you know you wouldn't give money to? Because yeah. you know if you give them that money, they're going to fuck it up. But that's their problem. <laughs> the problem is we fucked shit up so bad in all sorts of parts of the world that now if we give them money, they'll, they'll fuck it up. You know, it's... Uh, It's not that, that simple. Yeah. Dude, that's, man, AI bots having a debate does God exist. Oh. And if oh. and they found the answer and it just blows our fucking mind. And all those religion is basically shit and there's only one God. Like... That's what I think. I think that there's only one God or creator. And all the religions, different religions, it's just a human creation. 
because nobody can believe that we only have one creator. You know, my thing is like the ultimate religion is a combination between uh, Christianity and like Tao, like the balance that like so there's a creator i do think the whole story of jesus is legit to an extent i'm not saying every bible story is 100 accurate but he was an actual historical figure and then and if the funny thing i find hilarious everyone talks shit about catholics but nobody talks shit about jews anymore because they got shit on for so long yeah i know make fun of their religion <laughs> But by making fun of Catholics, you're essentially making fun of Jewish people. True. Right? So, like, I, I've seen Jewish people realize that Jesus exists because they've started reading the Bible and there's some really interesting stuff about them. But the whole, the actual institution is what's fucked. That's a, that's a debate for another day. Well, that's a debate for androids to talk about. Yeah, in in the Bible, there's uh, prophets that sees godly visions. I don't remember which one that I saw on on YouTube. It was a weird ass description. I think it was uh, I not not Isaiah. Anyways, it was a weird ass godly vision. Well not a vision that he saw God coming like a DMT trip. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really think DMT is something that opens up Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, it's with this author. I can't remember his name. And they're essentially saying there's this other author who's written a book saying most religions are just a bunch of people taking trips yeah. and explaining what they saw, which I, not really surprised about um here's so in that podcast you should check it out um they're saying like in the 12,000 bc a comet hit the earth and there was a great flood and they're saying like so it's like go globecli tepe and there's all these monolith structures way before people uh, archaeologists thought there were and they're saying that there was a comet that hit and destroyed everything. So there was like a super race of people that were super intelligent. They got wiped out. And then the people that survived went to all of these different places to instruct them how to build stuff. Huh. So that's why there's this kind of this whole alien, you know, the, the dude from the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> it's really actually people that were from back in the day that got wiped out but had all of this knowledge that passed it on to people. And that's why we have this huge growth in civilization. It's a really interesting concept. And I think it's, it makes sense. But then they're like, okay, let's say we could prove that it happened. Does that mean that the great flood in the Bible was actually real? Because they're saying that there was this flood like wiped out a whole bunch Over. of places. Right? It's just like... And then, There's another Joe Rogan podcast when the guy's like, yeah, space is expanding. It's still expanding. It's yeah, massive. And- There's billions of stars. It's like, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. 
why are we still bitching about stupid little problems here when the universe is like infinitely expanding? It's crazy. Yeah. I don't get paid enough to think this much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not high enough to think about those right now. Oh man. Shit, the room is spinning and I'm not drunk enough for that. It's like oh. <laughs> all right. I think that's gonna be it for tonight. So I thank you very much to participate. Glad to. And uh, if you enjoyed this show, subscribe. And there's going to be links to our Facebooks. And I hope you guys have a good time. See you. <laughs>